Welcome to Spiritual and Empowerment Living with international speaker, spiritual mentor, and best-selling author, Tia Johnson, as she discusses spiritual and women's empowerment topics to assist you in igniting your spirituality and empowering your quality of life. Let's welcome your host, Tia Johnson. Hey there, spiritual trailblazer. Welcome to episode 166, Confessions of Tia. Thoughts and musings on turning 33. I need some music in the background. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) let's have a moment of gratitude. I just want to say that I am grateful for having another birthday to celebrate, really, because uh, when I was born, I was, first of all, of all, I was born two weeks late, so I was supposed to be a Leo, but I became a Virgo, and I, well, secondly, I had the umbilical cord wrapped around my neck, in addition to being the opposite way, so my feet were where my head should have been, and my head was located where my feet should have been, so I had to, my mom had to have a C-section done okay, in order to bring me into this world. I had to think of it as a magical birth per Macbeth. So if any of you read Macbeth, you know that it's a natural birth, but it was considered kind of magical. Uh, (laughs) And then there was a time where I was so hot that the doctors had to put me on ice. So I am grateful to be alive and to celebrate my birthday with people who and you have heard me say this many times who adore me and I adore them so that's that's my gratitude right there next you know what I'm going to say I will be grateful if you were to rate and review this show on iTunes so other people can find and connect with me that's what it's all about connectivity building relationships learning giving and receiving next you can send me an email or you can comment on my Instagram page your thoughts feelings questions about this episode or any episode you have heard in the past by going to podcast at tmariejohnson.com so send an email there or head over to Tia underscore Johnson underscore at Instagram, where you will see an image there. You usually have a microphone in the image, and the description will state new episode alert. Also, do not forget to check out the blog post for this week. Lots of goodies there over on the Spiritual and Empowerment Living blog. So all you have to do is head over to blog.tiamariejohnson.com and binge read. I think that's a thing. Binge read <laughs> the post there. So I'm turning 33 in a couple of days. On August 31st, yours truly will be 33 years old. I can't believe it. I have to tell you, I'm in such disbelief that I don't have an outline for this episode. I am totally doing this off the cuff. Okay. Only had two things that I wanted to bring up, and that was, or three things, and that was the meaning of the number three. Other than that, I'm just going to do some ramblings, okay? So bear with me. Um, when I turned 30, it did not bother me. I did not have a crisis. I didn't think, oh, my gosh, where is 
time going, what I'm going to do in my life. And that's because I have been living my life to the fullest and the best way I could have up until 30. And I continue to do that. But just talking about when I turned 30, I remember when I turned 30, because I came home, I sat down on a couch and I said, huh, so this is 30. And I remember just feeling as if it was another day. And keep in mind, I'm someone who loves birthdays. I love celebrating people. It really doesn't take much for me to celebrate anything. I, when I cheer, I, I say to the good life. When uh, one of my friends does something cool, I want to celebrate that. It could be something simple. And it's like, oh, let's go celebrate. <laughs> you got a promotion. Let's go celebrate. We finished Friday. The end of the week is Friday. Let's celebrate. Whatever. Um, your kid did a flip. Celebrate. <laughs> But I just know that the more I live my life to the fullest, the less I feel like I have to speed up the process of life, if that makes sense. So I talked about this in my books where uh, I describe my two-year healing journey after the death of my grandparents. I didn't know it was going to be two years. I didn't know it was called a healing journey. I just know that from 2008 to 2010, I was in this place where I had to understand who I was, what I was truly meant to do, and what the heck just happened in my life. And in doing so, it really caused caused me to examine if I am living for me, and at the time I wasn't. And so that was about mid-20s early mid-20s at that time, I was still living and doing things, but there was something missing. And when I learned that, it was my spirituality that was missing. So when I found that, by the time I hit 30, I was already traveling, leaving the country, becoming more and more confident in myself. So now fast forward three years later, I'm even more confident in myself because I constantly focus on self-improvement, self-work, whether it's paying to get my braces done. If you want, you can check out the blog post, Braces After 30. I paid out of pocket for my braces. I was nervous to wear braces because I was 30 years old, but I did it anyway. And I'm grateful that I did that, okay? Um, So what I'm saying is I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything, I saw a blog post several months ago where a lady was, a young lady was saying that she felt as if she was going to eternally be alone, like she, as if she was just damned to be alone because she didn't have a boyfriend, but she was in her early 20s. And I'm thinking to myself, are you serious? But that's the mindset sometimes when you are surrounded by people who feel like their happiness has to come from someone else who feels like they have to have all these things in order to justify who they are by a certain age and so I chimed in I was not judgmental I was just more not even annoyed I was just more upset that generations before her really made her, and even probably some of her friends, I don't know, just made her believe that she needed a boyfriend. And it's crazy. Times have changed. This isn't 1927. Okay. I mean, come on. And so 
I'm thankful that I had the upbringing I did where I was not taught to be jealous of a person to think, oh, if someone has something, you need to ask them, well, how can they afford that or who affords that? I was taught to focus on yourself. My grandmother said, there's nothing like your own. It's nothing like your own. In other words, in other words, have your own shit, like have your own stuff. Okay. There's nothing wrong with people helping you, but at the end of the day, you need to have something that you can claim as your own. Okay. My papa taught me so many, I have so many people in my family that taught me things and I'm so thankful for that because I was able to center myself and not realize I was centering myself. So I be, I turned 33 in a couple of days and here are a few things I have learned about dealing with people. One is that it will take some time and some time it can be X amount of years to really, really get to know someone, to really cultivate our relationship, to really be vulnerable enough to show person, to show someone your true essence. I mean, your raw essence, no filter. You tell them your needs, your wants, your theories, your dreams, what you're afraid of, all that. That really takes years. And it's probably going to be about no more than five people. And I'm stretching it. Maybe about three people who really know your true raw essence. Okay. And I'm not even talking about your parents because yes, they do know you, but there are other people who really know you and like I said it's going to take a, take a couple of years from that for that so don't rush it some people want to rush into a relationship and rush into a friendship and they want them to just wear their heart on their sleeve and and you know like let's sing kubaya and and let's just like no 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 that's a process it's a process okay and only about five people are going to get there and that's okay that's okay I was going to say two, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to lose count. (laughs) Next is that you have to do what's right for you. There are going to be so many temptations out there to change yourself because you, you have seen it, wherever that it is, work for someone else. What I discovered is that it's best to just tweak a few things. If you discover that someone knows how to take pictures well or they know how to cook healthy foods or something like that and it's been working for them see how that can work for you but don't try to do it exactly like them i give you an example i do not like cooking by myself because i think it's boring i couldn't care less I love the art of cooking. I like how people cook, but I have so much fun when I cook with others because we're drinking, we're talking, sometimes a little bit of dancing. But when I'm by myself, I just want the food to be done. (laughs) Okay? And that's okay. I wouldn't try to create a three, four course meal and all the other stuff. No, that would irk me. So that's that. Another one is that you will, at least I know I have, constantly had to debunk people. Meaning that 
people will, will project a lot of their insecurities, what they experience, et cetera, onto you. I cannot begin to tell you how many times I had to tell people certain things like, no, that was not my childhood. No, I did not experience that. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. And they may get offended. They may not. I don't say it in a rude manner. I do get annoyed because they are assuming things about me instead of get to know me. They see me and they think, oh, you know, she's from this city or, you know, she's black or whatever. So she must have experienced this. Get to know me because first and foremost, I am Tia. Before anything else, I am Tia. And I think that's what some people get a little bit caught up in is because they want to put their best foot forward, but they need to tap into their raw essence. And so when people see them, it's that essence, first and foremost, okay? First and foremost. So, yeah, so there's a lot of debunking that goes on. And that also has to do with some people just having to deal with their generational issues, okay? Some people have to peel back the layers. And that's a common phrase I say, but it's true. And understand what are some obsolete beliefs? What is it that they haven't addressed in their lives that they're trying to just beam off onto other people and have that perpetuated. So in that way, I stop it, okay? And I explain to people, okay, no, that's not the case. And next is that traveling is definitely part of my mental health. And I say that because I've learned since I went to Iceland this January, I've learned that traveling is a must. It's something magical for me. When I came home from Iceland, a couple of months went by, and I was getting antsy. I was just thinking of places to travel. What can I do? How can I go? And it's not about escaping. That's another thing, too. When you say certain things, people automatically have a response for that. Oh, well, you should love where you're at now. You should be happy at the job you have. You should be happy with the relationship you have. You should, you should, you should, you should. And it has nothing to do with being unappreciative. It's just that it's something you want to do. I saw a a post that stated about, it was about a mom saying, oh, I'm so tired. You know, my kids drove me up the wall today. And someone goes, Oh, children are precious. You should love them. You know, blah, blah, blah. And the lady goes, I said I'm tired. I didn't say I hated my kids. And it's like that. Okay. So, yeah, I learned what works for me. And I learned what's good for my mental health. And part of that is traveling. Traveling is my non-negotiable. And I encourage everyone listening to this episode is to discover what is your non-negotiable. Okay. And I've been talking about this for years now. Years. Okay, things that is a must. It doesn't matter who you with, who who you are not with. Okay, whatever the case may be, it's something that has to be done. Next is that um, I am happy. I am a very happy person. Are there some changes I want to make to my life? Of course, there are some changes, but it's not coming from a place of lacking a deep 
deep sense of, oh, I need to have this in my life. No, it's just that my emotions evolved over the years, changed, things like that. My needs and wants changed over the year. But across the board, I'm a happy person. And going back to debunking, another thing that comes across my path are people who are feeling like being single is the worst thing ever. That's not true. You get to spend a lot of time discovering who you are. And when you get in a relationship, you get to discover who you are with someone else and you can grow from there. But there are some gifts, okay? There are some perks to being single. And we need to discover what that is and not be fearful of being by ourselves. You need to be comfortable around you. You need to be able to look at yourself and know that you are your source of happiness, of adventure, of curiosity, and that you're not seeking that from some external being or thing. So I am happy. But do I want to be in a relationship? Yes. And that's because I have made that decision that that's what I want because I'm changing and growing and evolving and that's a process, okay? That's it. It's just something that I want now. That's it. No deep-seated anything, okay? Uh, Also, I do not feel bad about any decisions I have made in the past. Okay, and I say this because as we get older, we want to make sure that we're making the best decision. Sometimes we believe we are making the best decision, but it doesn't pan out the way we want it to. I don't have any regrets, none whatsoever. Had there been times where I could have done something a little bit better? Yeah, of course. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm just saying that given everything uh, that happened that I am up to this point, I'm okay with that. All right? And I'm saying all these things because I know that there are listeners as young as 18 listening. The, the age range actually got younger over the years before it was older listeners or I should say (laughs) well-seasoned. Some people don't like the term older. But the age dropped a little bit. And I think that's because more people want to discover who they are for themselves, okay, as opposed to going by what society says they should be. And that is a spiritual and empowerment process, journey. And so I'm saying it's because I want to let people know that at any age, the the moment you become conscious, let's put it like that, the moment you become conscious, you can live life according to you. You just have to be strategic about it. I don't have any children right now. So, of course, I could do more things right now than someone who has children and they don't have a babysitter or live in nanny, whatever the case may be. I get that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about being able to strategically plan out things in your life, but being flexible in a process so you can still enjoy life. Okay, there's no reason why you cannot enjoy life. 
and the words of Marie Forleo, everything is figure outable. Okay, so with that being said, I want to tell you about the number three. So the number three has to do with ascendant masters. It's the uh, number uh, ascendant masters like Buddha, Jesus, uh, Kuan Yin to a certain extent, Krishna. Also, three has to do with the trifecta. So when you want to think about the maiden, mother, and crone. So the young woman, the mother, and then the older, wiser woman. But also, looking into one of the first books, actually not one, it is the first book I read, Messages from Spirit by Colette Baron reed She also signed it. She came to Philly many years ago. Haha, <laughs> and I got her signed a book. I want to read to you the definition of the number 33 it is a master number a master number is a number that you do not add together so numbers like 11 so 11 22 33 44 numbers like that and this has to do with life path number so why the number three is not my life path number numbers eight for me i just thought it'd be really cool just to look at the number 33 since this is my 33rd year on the 31st of this month 33 is known as the master giver. Selfless humanitarian, these people will be in the forefront of caring for others. They're motivated by their compassion and fairness. They also have the capacity for deep spiritual wisdom. Although few ever reach this potential, this is the number of humanitarian saver, saver of service and of responsibility. So, yeah, uh, let's see. A master giver. A lot of people do say I'm a generous person. And it's, uh, put the book down here. And it's interesting that that's the number because this is many years ago. I brought two friends home, college buddies, and my pop up. He stood up, he was on the couch, he stood up, and he, he goes to, well, they go to shake his hand. And he goes, oh, Tia must like you because she doesn't bring anybody home. If she like you, she like you. She'll give you the shirt off her back. If she don't like you, well, man, I feel sorry for you. Generous. I am a generous person. But I'm also generous towards people who want to help themselves. And it's not because I'm being mean. It's because I cannot invest my time and energy to helping someone who doesn't really want to help which is why a lot of times I do not offer to help someone unless they ask for help I don't offer my advice or anything very seldom very very seldom if I'm in a Facebook group I'll do it or if it's something that's just really really bothering me I may just jump in a conversation and go just leave them (laughs) or why are you putting up with that? Something like that. But yeah, that that's what I wanted to tell you about the number 33. And just to wrap this up, I just have to say that going forward, I definitely want to focus more on how I can really make the world a better place. I mean, when I started my business eight years ago, there's number eight again. It was to help people who were grieving. That was what I wanted to do. I always wanted to write. That's something that probably would have still happened if my grandparents were alive. But the spiritual advancement that happened 
definitely would have been delayed if they were alive. And I think about that often. Their deaths really triggered something in me. It really made me focus to focus on living. There's something about death that really triggers the mind to think differently. And it's unfortunate. It's very unfortunate. But that's how it went down. If my grandmother and Papa were still around, I don't even know if I'd be having this podcast. And that's the truth. Because I, it wasn't on my mind like that. I was having these visions and experiences, but I didn't dive deeper into it. So to wrap this up, I just had to say, don't be afraid to live. Don't. People are going to say shit anyway. So take that calculated risk. I'm not saying to empty out your bank account and go travel the world. What I'm saying is take calculated risks. Don't be afraid to dare to try to do. And always work at, work on self-improvement. There are some things that I know I still have to improve with myself, like having a better response time to certain things, okay? We all need that push every now and then. But don't be afraid to live. Live. Do. Be. Experience. Explore. Wonder. All that. Okay? So when you do eventually leave this planet, there's nothing, nothing left on the table. You took it all. You've done it all. Everything you want to do, you've done it. All right? So that's what I have for you. Um, I'm going to go enjoy my birthday in a couple of days. Make sure you connect with me on Instagram because I will be uh, posting some Instagram stories and things like that. So you'll see what I'll be doing. That's Tia underscore Johnson underscore. As always, be kind to yourself. Many blessings and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for joining Spiritual Living and Empowerment with Tia Johnson. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to the next show. Want to continue the conversation with Tia? Follow her on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at Tia underscore Johnson underscore. Have a wonderful day filled with many blessings.